Welcome to the Sloppy Shop. Welcome to the Chick Foley Show. It's almost 4th of July, man. America's birthday, Marco. Believe it? One of my favorite holidays, bro. How are you? Doing good over here. Just uh, just sweating it up. It's extremely like muggy for some reason in this tonight. It hasn't uh, let up at all. Usually it cools down a little bit around these parts, but uh, I'm not even drinking any liquor tonight. I'm actually like water bottles all over the place oh, <laughs> in man, places of it. Plus, yeah, plus I'm trying to stay hydrated for the uh, upcoming weekend. So I'm going to save some of that drinking uh, yeah, prowess for the... Uh, for the fourth of july weekend thank you guys for joining us um sheena could not be with us tonight she uh has uh she's on mommy duty so she might pop in a little bit later but it might be just boys night tonight uh pretty big show we got to uh talk about the first week of the great american bash the first week of fighter fest uh some new COVID announcements uh wrestling cancellations some figure delays and all kinds of stuff uh, i want to start out the show by wishing uh, good friend, friend of the podcast, and uh, potentially uh, father of Sheena Phelps, uh, Brett the Hitman Hart. <laughs> Happy birthday to the to the Hitman! Best there was, best there is, best there was, best there ever will be. Uh, what's your favorite Bret Hart match of all time? Ooh, that's a that's a tough one. Uh, dang, I can't even. I, I hate to go with like Stone Cold Bret, but yeah, that's the obvious. That's one, that's but. literally the. the the best match ever. Mm-hmm. Um, although, um, let me see. Brett versus Owen at WrestleMania 10 was great. Yeah. Him and Diesel wasn't bad either. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't hate that match at all. Um, I just hate to go with the, the go-to matches all the time. Cause he has so many really good matches. Um, I can't, yeah, no, I think that's it. Yeah, I mean that's a that's the one that comes to mind for me. I can't believe he was a two-time WCW champion. I didn't. I was I was so pissed when he left because I was a huge, you know, between him and Sean, I was just huge marks for both, and uh, I just refused to watch WCW again uh, when he <laughs> when he went over there, uh, especially because the Attitude Era was just starting. So uh, I'm surprised he won the title twice, but good for him. And uh, congrats to our uh, podcast brethren, uh, Brian Myers, who had his uh, second uh, daughter. Uh, a couple of days ago, earlier this week, so uh, I think they're uh, they're all doing good. I think they're back at home and everything. So uh, he wasn't on the Major Brothers podcast this week, uh, you know, rightfully so. So uh, him and Sheena are both, you know, they're both cutting out. We're both two man shows this week. So uh, all right. he was missed on his show. Sheena will be missed on our show, but uh, I'm sure they'll both be back next week. But yeah, congrats, Brian. Um, before we get into anything, let's get into some news. Uh, we have a huge sale going on right now, Marco, at ProWrestlingTees.com. And I believe it's 20% off until until I pull up the website and read the details because I don't remember it off the top of my head. But we have all of our shirts there, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Chick Foley Show. And uh, it's 20% off until uh, 4th of July. If you uh, 20% off, use code America. Uh, till uh, noon on the fourth of July, so pretty pretty good sale. I always try to wait, even you know, with, with our own shirts. Like I I try to not buy any of our shirts until they do these sales, like you know, four or five times a year. So this is a good time to grab some stuff. I know Matt Cardona, I know Brian Myers, the Major Brothers have a bunch of stuff up there. But basically, any wrestler you've ever heard of, uh, Bret Hart, Steve Austin, Macho Man, all have shirts available up on ProWrestlingTees.com. 
uh, check their check that website out. They do some awesome stuff. I mean, anyone indie wrestlers, you know, legends, all kinds of stuff. So it's a great website to to get some good wrestling merch, and it's twenty percent off. So you can't really beat that. Uh, get our stuff there. I uh, just started sending out Marco our uh, Chick Foley stickers, one of our first ever Patreon prizes to uh, people. I uh, sent it out to the mid Carter tier and above. And uh, our, our friends over at Sticker Mule made those for us. They look pretty, pretty, pretty dope. And uh, we'll continue to do that every once in a while. Um, I got yours. I, I had all of them. I was like, okay, I'm going to put these all in envelopes. My son, my five-year-old freaking somehow was uh, smart enough to help me. He was like a huge help putting stamps on and sealing the envelopes. It was great. And I was like, okay, anything left over, I'm just going to – because I ordered 50. You can either order like 50 or 100. So I got 50. I was like, okay, anything left over. I'm going to put in an envelope. I'm going to split it up between Marco and Sheena and send them out to them uh, and myself, obviously. Uh, when I was done, there was three stickers left, one for me, one for <laughs> you, and one for Sheena. So we're, we might have to order more. <laughs> but uh, so it's just, I mean, it's cool. That means we have, you know, 47 folks. I think I gave my son one. So 46 folks that are, uh, that are, that are paying and appreciating us and supporting our show. So thank you to all those folks. we got a really cool uh, next up the pike, another, another, uh, idea for you guys so uh that'll be coming out that'll be even more mage than the stickers so uh that'll be coming up pretty soon but uh tell the people marco about um our patreon page please yeah so our patreon page is pretty what the, what the kids say lit nowadays pretty lit, uh, yeah, no, it, yeah. It, it is it is pretty lit um no definitely a ton of articles on there um a lot of uh a lot of our, um a lot of the things that we do are is our Facebook uh, group page where we have, you know, all the people that love the show and love fig collecting and just love talking wrestling and other things. We all get together and we just banter back and forth. It's not all, it's not all just professional wrestling 24/7 on our group Facebook uh, group page. It's life stuff. We talk about regular day-to-day things. So everyone has kids, so I talk about our kids and stuff like that, which is really cool. Um, we made a lot of friends on there as well. We oh, have for sure, yeah. We have some. Uh, yeah, we have some we have a, we have some uh, some spawns, some uh, some podcast spawnage off of our yeah. Facebook group yeah. page too as well. With yeah, the, uh, with the running pod, um, we do those some, guys are great as well. We do um, you know weekly articles. Me, Marco, and Shane do some weekly articles on the website. Uh, I, like Marco said, the Facebook page is a, a great place for about there's about 170 of us now buying and selling and trading figures. Uh, so that's fun. We do some bonus episodes. Me and Marco and Mike Lanham just recorded uh, 1996 Royal Rumble uh, watch along that we posted the other day. And then on Fourth of July, we're going to post the Hasbro Fig Fed draft. And you were you were kind of the moderator for that, Marco. You, you didn't give me your thoughts. I didn't ask. I meant to text you after the fact, but it was me versus Mike. We did a Hasbro draft. Both put a WrestleMania card together. Without giving any spoilers away, who had who had the better card in your mind? Um, how can I pick? <laughs> not spoilers. They're both they're both Actually, really good. I mean, I you know it's you're in a tough position, so yeah. No, it's I mean being right there on the spot and having them run their cards down and um, the matches that they had set up were really they were unique to each each uh, show, so they really didn't uh, copy each other. At all, which was really hard too, as well. So if someone had like a similar match, it would have been like, "Oh, yeah. this guy's automatically disqualified. I'm going to pick him." But uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. It's it was it was really it was down the middle almost with, with both cards. I was impressed with 
with both types of matches that you guys had for the main event for the opening matches you guys had killer opening yeah, matches too, really so. good, uh, opening match so yeah check it out yeah. that'll be available on fourth of july we do all kinds of bonus episodes unboxing videos so it's the best way to support the show it starts at a dollar per month so it, you know it's a it's a great value i would say so go to chickfoleyshow.com if you want to sign up we have a bunch of new patreon subscribers that we need to get to and give them thanks for supporting us uh, let's start at the top with Scott Hayes, Keith Caldwell, and John Damron, three new Patreon subscribers. We had a bunch of folks that uh, hopped up to the $5 tier to get that sticker and to get the bonus episodes. I know Kyle Haas was one of those folks. And uh, I got a feeling a lot of people will be jumping up to a higher tier when we unleash the uh, the next giveaway. So um, keep your eyes peeled for that. So let's get into uh, Inside the Squared Circle. Marco, this is brought to you by our great friends at Chalkline. You can use code CHICK for 15% off there. Uh, let's fly through SmackDown and Raw in literally two minutes here because there's nothing really that happened, and I don't really feel like I'd rather just get into uh, the Wednesday Night Wars here. Uh, SmackDown, What uh, I know the biggest thing for me was uh, I guess they tried to do a tribute, you know, kind of an Undertaker tribute. They showed the Boneyard match. Baron yep. Corbin kind of shit on him, and then oh we, man, that was, that was bad. Pretty, yeah, yeah, it was very corny, and uh, and then uh, I think what did Jeff Hardy fought for his uh, fought for the Undertaker's uh, you know whatever, I guess right yeah fought for fought for his honor. There you go. He was the there man to he was the man to fight for uh, Undertaker's honor yeah. that that sure, night. Um, Undertaker appreciated that he was not <laughs> definitely not even watching or cared about what happened on SmackDown, but it was a cool <laughs> exactly. tribute cool tribute to the undertaker they had all the wrestlers out on the stage like at the beginning of the show you know heels and faces all like clapping for undertaker which was a little much like i mean come on obviously the one of the biggest names in wrestling history probably retiring but you know they, they've never done this for that's why i think i mean i really think marco and me me you and mike have talked about this that i think they're just going to do him for hall of fame when he gets in it's just going to be him i mean they've done things for this guy they've done for anybody else you know, I think Vince holds him in such high regard that, uh, you know, when would you ever see someone, you know, Shawn Michaels retired, but, you know, all these guys, Ric Flair retired, you know, you didn't have all the wrestlers come out and basically turn a whole show around, you know, a whole episode of SmackDown around as a uh, as a tribute to them. So, yeah, I mean, it's well-deserved. Undertaker's one of the badass, <laughs> badass guys that carried this company for, yeah. what, like three decades. So I'm not going to – I'm not shitting on that. It was just, just kind of odd. Um, anything else on SmackDown before we move over to Raw? Uh, nothing really. Just uh, Nikki Cross winning the uh, Fatal Four Way, so she's going to be facing uh, Bailey at the um, Extreme Rules Horror Show for the SmackDown oh, yeah. Women's Championship. Right. Um, that was kind of surprising that she won the Four Way, but that's about. They're probably trying to figure out some like Alexa Bliss yeah. type of. Well, did you see that WWE.com video where she was kind of talking to Alexa and Alexa had kind of like some shades of like being jealous and heelish? Uh, so I'm, yeah. I'm assuming we're going to get a, a split up between those two sooner than later, which uh, I love. Alexa, heel Alexa is, is you know, 10 times better than face Alexa. So yeah, I'd, I'd be down for that. I did I did forget to mention we, we reached 3,500 followers on Twitter, uh, I think yesterday or the day before. And uh, we are going to give away this Elite Fiend figure that uh, I purchased an extra one. And uh, we will announce that during the Go Figure segment. So if you're waiting to hear if you won, uh, be sure to keep listening. And we will do that later on in the show. Let's move over to Raw. We started out with the double contract signing. And I did like I do like on Raw when they start the show 
and people are already like beating the shit out of each other like yeah you know, <laughs> like, with, like, you, like you're just like you just walk into the middle of it and it's like a good like different way to start the show than just having like a 15 minute uh you know interview or something like that so that was pretty cool we saw the contract signing for the two title matches for extreme rules i think we talked about this last week extreme rules horror show yeah no uh, we i think we like i think we kind of like we were we weren't sure if it was actually called horror show at the time because i think that was like the name floating around but it it is exactly extreme rules horror show which i'm yeah. kind of curious now if every match is going to have some type of theme to it or is it just going to be focused on the the uh the bray wyatt and braun Strowman non-title match by the way yeah what is that about why I had, that was weird <laughs> i don't know i don't have i don't think they could uh obviously bray wyatt is probably going to lose maybe they don't want like another title loss on his uh on his character so i don't i don't know unless it's just a one-shot deal with the uh the, the returning bray wyatt um the cult leader bray wyatt that's a wyatt swamp fight what the hell is a wyatt swamp fight hey we said the same thing about the uh boneyard match yeah who knows yeah i guess i mean i feel like it's gonna be something similar right (laughs) yeah i mean they're gonna try to out right now i think they're gonna try to outdo the uh the boneyard match especially if you have bray wyatt involved you can probably make that happen i'm not sure about what braun Strowman can do in a cinematic setting yeah, they're calling. They're saying Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman, so they're not referring to him as the Fiend here. Nope. So uh, maybe I guess he's going to come back with the uh, Eater of Worlds gimmick for the match or something. I mean, it's it is interesting the way they're doing it. So uh, we'll see where that leads. We still have until the nineteenth, so we have a couple weeks left uh, for that. Um, what else did we see? A bunch of Rollins, Mysterio. I'm really sick of this, man. I am sick of yeah. this. This is going on way too long. <laughs> yeah, this gonna be the uh, sorry, Shane. It's gonna be the Rollins bashing segment of the. No, I'm joking. We're not gonna. <laughs> we're not gonna bash. Well, I mean, they just totally. I mean, they were they were in a good place with him, but I mean, they've they've just like, perseverated on this Mysterio thing for since WrestleMania. I feel like, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, it's just, it's. I think it's ran. They need to end it at some point. <laughs> it's ran its course. Uh-huh. I, I mean, unless they're trying to keep it till SummerSlam, but I don't. I can't. It's you have we're in June, July, August, so a few more months. They're gonna drag this <laughs> this storyline out. One of the podcasts <sighs> I listened to said they should have just like had everybody from everybody involved in this angle just kind of like had their eyes pushed into the stairs where they all like so they're by the time it's over they're all wearing eye patches, <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody has like both eyes poked and they have like yeah you know, just walking them or like Buddy Murphy's walking around with two eye patches just can't see where he's going. <laughs> Would have been great. Um, wasn't too much else. I mean, we we did see Banks, uh, Sasha Banks, uh, make Oscar tap right in the uh, the main event in the Champions yeah. versus Challengers mixed tag match. Yeah, so. she's mouthing off to Drew McIntyre and freaking making Oscar tap out. She was just yeah. taking over that whole match. Yeah, she, she was the star of the show. Uh, two belts, Banks or whatever her name her nickname is. So, gotta love that. Uh, let's move over to NXT, which I I did not watch. I watched AEW, so um, or, or at least part of it. <laughs> I was very behind. I know me and Sheena were talking. Neither of us had watched anything up until like today. Uh, just with crazy weeks, the holiday uh, has been busy for alcohol sales, as you would imagine. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Of course. <laughs> what uh, What should I go back from this in this NXT? I'm going to go watch it this weekend. But is there, I mean, should I watch the whole thing top to bottom? Uh, was there anything that stood out for you? I mean, I, I know my bo- my boy Oni Lurkin is on the card, which uh, I'm always a fan of. Him and Timothy Thatcher probably beat the shit out of each other. Oh yeah, no, de- yeah. I mean, top to bottom, yeah. I would definitely yeah. watch the whole two hours. Just, just, you know. 
yeah, put this out front. Both shows are great. Yeah. And AEW and NXT, they both flowed very well. Um, NXT, uh, you see uh, Tegan Knox, she became the number one. That match actually went maybe almost 30 minutes. Wow. It, it, uh, the four-way? Because I, yeah, I had both um, shows running at once on my computer. And uh, they, it lasted into the second match of AEW. Wow. Fighter nice. Fest. Um, just with the commercial breaks and all this stuff. So, yeah, it was a really great match. Definitely go back and watch that one. Uh, definitely watch Tim- Timothy Thatcher and Oni Lorcan if you like if you like the uh, technical side of wrestling. And then it just turns into just hard-hitting, just <laughs> elbows and, yeah. yeah, just kicking the shit out of each other, which is... Because yeah. at the beginning, they're doing all those, like, crazy catch wrestling moves and, like, yep. trying to submit each other. And then at the end, they just, like, F this, and they just start beating the shit out of each <laughs> other. Uh, the only match you could really skip is the Rhea Ripley against yeah, uh Aaliyah and of... robert stone that was god awful yeah, um, everything else is great yeah dexter loomis with the strap um, and roderick strong with the strap match is awesome oh, um they nice. did some uh, pretty cool stuff um the chit the, the the uh the main event io shirai and sasha banks that definitely has to be a either SummerSlam match or bring that back to wrestlemania really wow. that needs to be in front of a live, live crowd yeah yeah that match was it was insane before the shenanigans happen at the end but uh the the just see they 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 really gelled well together they, there was no like i didn't see any type of botches i could be wrong but yeah. i'll have to go back and watch but it looked really smooth um they had a really cool uh spot where sasha had eo outside of the ring and kind of like a powerbomb position mm-hmm. and she slams her against the uh plexiglass oh, and nice. just, just throws her on the ground oh, like, it was, like a two-hit like two awesome. combo was pretty sick man they uh, uh with with Sa- sorry to interrupt you with um sasha kind of like she had that time period where is she gonna leave is you know what what's she gonna do uh man they they need her desperately right now with with charlotte on the shelf for a month or so yep. and uh becky on the shelf for probably a year yeah. uh pushing out a kid um, she, I mean, she stepped right into like, you know, she's pulling double duty almost on, on multiple shows and also, yep. you know, the tag team division with, with, um, with Bailey and now moving over to NXT. So I, I mean, I like what they're, she can go, obviously. I mean, she's just like 94 pounds, which is, uh, yeah. you know, I'm always, a, I'm always a worried about her when she gets, you know, thrown through things like that. But, uh, you know, she, uh, she always shows out in the ring. So I'm going to definitely go back and watch that this weekend. Um, I did watch AEW have some comments about that. Um, where do you want to, let's just start at the beginning here. Jurassic Express versus MJF and Wardlow. Um, MJF comes out as kind of the mouthpiece for the tag team. I'm, I'm slightly getting sick of MJF. I just feel like it hasn't like, um, they're just, they're, they feel like they're definitely in a a waiting period with him. You know what I mean? Like he's not like advancing. He's not in the title picture. I mean, they have him, you know, obviously on the card and he's, he's, you know, one of the best talkers in the business. But uh, I just feel like he needs something. Like the the thing with Cody fizzled out completely. You know that was a a great uh, angle they had that they kind of rushed. I felt like. So um, I don't know what's next for him. I mean they lose this match, but of course Wardlow takes the pin. I mean I'm sure they're going to split those two up. I mean they he was constantly complaining to Wardlow about messing up, and you know they did the tag team move where the guy hits him into Warlow and that's that's what causes the end of the match. So I'm sure yeah. that that'll be an, an angle coming up where those two will have a program together. But um uh yeah, we talked we talked about uh, Darby Allen. I mean he's been nowhere he had like a little vignette on this show, but he didn't wrestle. Uh nope. so and then Scorpio Sky was nowhere to be seen. I think he's in a triple he's in a, th- a six man tag next week with a uh, SCU. So are the younger guys that we thought were really gonna be kind of pushed to the forefront are now kind of 
you know, just kind of waiting in the wings, which is good to have that talent there. Um, Sheeta versus Penelope Ford. Sheeta keeps the title, but uh, Penelope Ford looked good, man. Yeah, no, she's awesome. She's uh, super athletic. I remember seeing her at the uh, their um, what was it? The was it All In was the very very first one that they did, not yeah, AEW yeah. related, but All In. Yeah, yeah, uh, I remember seeing her um, uh, when she was with uh, Joey Janela. I forget who he faced at that pay per view. My memory's horrible, but uh, she got involved in that match and she was doing some super like lucha like um type of stuff so no she's uh, she's always good she's definitely someone that they should think about putting like not in the forefront of the women's division but have her in the ring more i think instead of just a, a valet that gets involved in matches and I stuff agree. like that she's she's yeah. really awesome especially with like the i mean they do have a pretty decent talent pool for the women but yeah with, with definitely um, if, with the dentist out you know it's yeah, and Chris Statlander out, so you've lost. You know, both companies have lost a couple of ladies. I'm sure both are driving hard to the hoop for Tessa Blanchard, which well, I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit. Who got released from yep. Impact? Uh, she was their champion, so uh, the rumors are she's going to land closer to WWE. But we will see with that. Um, have to talk about this uh, Cody versus Jake Hager, Jack Jake Hager, Jack Swagger match. Um, for, first <sighs> off, in the in the promos, I can't believe they had a, a press conference for this tnt title like you know it's like having a press conference for like the u.s title match or like a intercon like that never happens and like if it wasn't cody would they be would they be doing that probably not um no someone needs to tell jake hager that he is uh on on television and he needs to like wear he, he was basically wearing like underwear like 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 boxer briefs like blue I, blue <laughs> boxer briefs like the worst outfit i've ever seen a wrestler like nothing nothing written on it nothing like totally nondescript like someone you would like in a creator wrestler in a video game is what he looked like i actually uh when i seen him i was like those are literally the same underwear that i wear <laughs> i was gonna say i was gonna I say wear, when i, I wear, wear to, to bed. bed yeah i was like i can i can wrestle in those if i want yeah. i'm a wrestler now yeah, they even it's had like, like the JK, waistband yeah. and like everything <laughs> And just had like it probably was. he had black boots and black knee pads. It was like you just look like a creator wrestler from WWE 2K. Um, just awful. And I, I saw how the. I mean, I feel like every Cody match ends with a bunch of people running to the ring and checking to see if he's okay. And I guess what um, was there a disqualification? He, he beat the hell out of the ref. Yeah, yeah, he knocked the ref yeah, out. Yeah. Horrible flop, yeah. like fall to the ground. It was yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's that's as far as I've watched. I mean, I watched some of the private party Santana Ortiz match. Uh, which was a really good, you know, back and forth. We need to talk about this Taz promo on Moxley not competing. Um, yeah. What, what were your thoughts on that? I mean, it had some shades of Paul Heyman in it, which was good. Yeah, I mean, I, I was actually thinking about this earlier, but, like, people forget that he was a student of Paul Heyman. So, like, when they draw comparisons to him and Paul Heyman and the way they speak and, like, the way he presents himself – that's gonna it's gonna happen. You can't take that out of him. And he was always a good talker too. I enjoyed uh go back and watch any of the ECW the early stuff and watch his promos. Um yeah, they sure. I mean obviously a little bit vulgar because they could swear and stuff like that, but he could cut a like a really damn good promo. Um so yeah, that was like no surprise the way he spoke. I'm surprised they let him actually say the things he said. That was more I was more shocked at that that they yeah actually they've been giving him... people liberties on on that show, which is good. You know, uh, he did take a shot at WWE, calls it the the sloppy 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 what? shop sloppy shop because I guess so many people have tested positive. 
Um, I really don't understand. I mean, I'm watching AEW. There's people in the crowd that don't have, you know, none of the wrestlers have masks. None of the people in the yeah, crowd. No. I know they all get tested, but I mean, can, no, we'll still... talk about it. Huh? It's yeah. coming up. There's okay. uh, yep. Well, there's, there's, they're not as, uh, they're not as, uh, clean as we, as we think they are. Oh, I'll I say. bet. Not. Yeah. And then, uh, the, the finale was, uh, Kenny Omega and Adam Hangman Page against the best friends. Maybe the best thing I've ever seen from AEW. Uh, was the best friends pulling up in a minivan that uh, one of their, I think Chuck Taylor's mom, or no, Trent Brennan's yeah. mom was driving. <laughs> Fucking amazing. <laughs> awesome. That's, That's the kind of shit like that, that, you know, you'll get me to watch AEW do like funny stuff like that. It isn't like corny or overdone because it's very reminiscent of, you know, uh, the revival pulling up in their souped up uh, pickup truck or whatever. Um, yeah. This this match end with a schmoz because I saw here that the uh, – Revival were in the ring with the Young Bucks, and it was just kind of a eight-man, kind of like a pushing and shoving type of thing. Uh, no, they won. They won clean. Uh, the okay. uh, FTR came in to celebrate. They brought bears into the ring and tried to celebrate with Kenny and Hangman, and uh, they passed bears out. And uh, Kenny wasn't having any of it. He grabbed the bear, but opened it up and just dumped it in front of him. And they took offense to him dumping oh, the bear. Well, out. I would too. Yeah, uh, you don't do that. <laughs> dump, dump a, di- a damn perfectly good beer what the hell's wrong with you um, but no the, the young bucks came out because it looked like they were going to fight and all this stuff and then Hangman was kind of getting mad at uh, at Kenny Omega for doing it and you know uh, that's still like a thing that they're like together but they're not together so who knows what they're doing with, but they always end the show with a bunch of a lot of, combust- lot of combustible elements here Kang yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be a powder keg in there Kang <laughs> uh yeah i mean they're i mean it's whatever it's i do like that the fact that they're you know leave you with a little bit of something they're moving into two weeks you know so that we can finish up next week with some matches i think we saw we got that eight-man tag match we uh i guess i don't know what they're gonna do i guess they're just not gonna have the title match but i know Ny- uh, nyla rose is in action uh next week and um yep. i think you said lance archer versus uh joey janela that should Janella. be a s- squash match man everybody's yeah, telling me how yeah, great man. joey janela is and i've never seen that guy win a f- single match in aew um, um i think they it's his his gimmick not so much as in ring so he can't wrestle he can, he can definitely yeah, yeah. he definitely can't but i think it's more of his like antics outside the ring and what he does in the ring that people like draw to almost um he is a he is a character definitely but yeah he hasn't. I don't think he's won a. Has he? I don't think he's won a match since he's been there. And if he did, it was on AEW Dark, which I don't really watch. I try to anyway, but. Oh jeez. Uh, I need to pause. I need to tell you something. I need to pause real quick. Oh no. Uh, nothing bad. Okay. All good. Nothing. Nothing bad. Just wanted to share something with Marco. Uh, without you guys listening, uh, if you sign up for the Patreon, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what it was. It's not a big deal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, the um, other match we have next week is uh, Jericho and uh, Orange Cassidy. Cassidy. Yeah, That'd that should be, be uh, should be really entertaining. I mean, it, it, not like saying that sarcastically, but I think it will be because uh, it'll be I know entertaining. Jer- I don't know how good how good it'll be. Yeah, no, it'll definitely be entertaining because obviously Jericho's a like a obviously he's a great wrestler, but at the same time he is an entertainer and he is entertaining. And so it was an Orange Cassidy, so I'm pretty sure they're going to cook up a really unique type of match. So I'm actually looking forward to that one since there's no championship match. What do you think happening. about NXT winning for the second week in a row? Uh, not 792,000 to 748,000. Uh, pretty surprising on a week where yeah. 
Um, ne- neither of them drew like big numbers for both having kind of like pay-per-view esque like events going on. But uh, yeah, this is two weeks in a row for NXT. Are they, I mean, are we canceling NXT? Yeah. So I have two two things on. Well, it's kind of I'm not sure if there's like a hot take at all or. But I think people, I think there are genuine fans of AEW and the fans of like, actually, I think there's people that are fans of the people that wrestle in AEW. I don't think they're fans of the brand itself. They could be. I could be wrong. They probably are. Yeah. Uh, but I think more of the fans are, it's like being the, it's like me being from Boston, right? Obviously, yeah. Patriots, Celtics, all that stuff. But I do love other like guys from other sports, so I like LeBron James. I like that type of stuff. So like, I don't like the whole team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like I don't like the, all the Lakers. I just like LeBron James, that type of thing. So I think that's what it's like with with AEW at sometimes. Um, the other part of it, I think people just watch AEW because they don't just out of spite. Like I don't think they watch it just to enjoy it. Some of the times, I think it's they just watch it. They don't... Are you talking about me? No, no, not you. No, because <laughs> <laughs> no, I watch AEW myself. I watch I, I watch everything. But I think there's a majority of the people that watch AEW just to spite WWE because they hate oh, WWE. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. I th- I th- that's what I, I thought. Because yeah. some people think that I watch AEW just to, ha- just to hate watch it. Oh, no, no, not hate but, watch uh, it. They hate they watch they, it. They, they hate. They, they just want to watch anything but WWE, so they watch yeah, it. Yeah, so they just watch that. Well, they're clearly the not because no one's watching. I mean, no one's watching. Well, you can only watch so much of AEW and then like realize it's like the same people every week, the same yeah. type of matches, the same ending, yeah, yeah of that type of stuff. So I'm sorry, I'm, I'm all sounding like you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm bringing you to the dark side. I mean, I I always watch AEW over NXT just because I don't know NXT. Uh, I mean, I just maybe because I felt like NXT was taped for so long, it just doesn't have like a live feel to me. Yeah, um, I just feel like AEW has a better if I have to watch one of them live, I'd rather watch AEW live. There's there'd be more things that I'm gonna be like people are gonna be talking about um, live on, on our Twitter or something like that. So, um, but yeah, neither of them are doing great. Uh, but AEW again finishes uh, behind NXT in the ratings. We'll see what happens next week with Jericho in the ring. But you know, Jericho was there. He was on commentary, and uh, yep, you know, it was a pretty pretty packed card. So uh, we will see. We'll get to more of that in outside the squared circle brought to you by our friends at collar and elbow i just ordered a collar and elbow shirt the other day and it it like shipped like within like four hours it's amazing uh so i should have that soon i'll talk about that in my weekly purchases use code chick for 10 percent off there love their stuff they have a bunch of great like cool wrestling shirts like uh Shirts that if you wore them out to the bar or to the restaurant or something, no one's going to think you're a, a nerdy wrestling fan because you don't have like some dude's face on your shirt. Uh, it's kind of more you know subtly subtly stated. Uh, but uh, you don't have it on the script here. I do want to get to a tweet that Chris Jericho sent out. Here's a lesson about television ratings, kids. Last night's AEW was number six in the 18 to 49 demo. This is this is a professional wrestler saying this about about the show he's on. To TV networks and advertisers, it's the only number that matters, and we were up 31% in that area. So once again, AW Dynamite is the real winner in the Wednesday night ratings war. Unbelievable. The saddest fucking thing I've ever read. Uh, that a yeah, wrestler... Uh, you think you think Stone Cold gave a shit about the ratings when he was like back in the day? Like Yeah, when they were losing to WCW every week? No, he was just trying no. to make a better product and just kick the shit out of WCW when he could. 
yeah. I don't. Yeah, that that's kind of annoying when it's like you don't have to do that. It's, no, it's stupid. You're like, Chris do, Jericho. Don't tweet stuff like that at all. Yeah. Like, like, why? Well, like, this is other people's to, jobs to worry about. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you just go out and like wrestle. It's uh, almost like, well, you, well, you did this, but uh, well, we did this, we did this part better. So technically, we're the better of the show. It's like, just take it. You lost, you lost in the viewership, and that's just move on to next week. Make make next week's better. That's all you got to do. Just put out a damn good match, and people are gonna watch. I remember when this all started. When before they started the show, you said this isn't like you kept saying like this isn't a war. You know, it's not a ratings war or whatever. But yeah, now know, it is. Now it is, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, pretty, pretty pretty lame. But uh, and also, so you had that. You had the. Uh, the comments from Taz and the promo about WWE, and then you had Cody commenting on the Great American Bash. Yeah. Um, that, uh, what did he say? He hopes NXT does something special with Great American Bash and it's not a Starcade situation. Yeah. So remember when they did like they like the Starcade shows now that they have, they're all pretty much like house shows. They're not really big or anything like that. So um, obviously, both things, creations of of uh, dusty roads. Um, so in the, in the interview that he did, he basically talks about how those two names are like, they're special to him and his sister, obviously, cause his father created them. So he, those are like out of any, like out of any trademark or out of any property, like he would want those more than anything, anything else. Um, Cody. So, uh, just, he was basically just saying, Hey, he hopes NXT, he's, he's happy. NXT is actually bringing back the great American bash name. Uh, he just hopes that they do something special with it, like basically make it like a like a big event, not just something where they just want to counter program the fighter fest because you know they want to and they needed to throw something on there to draw viewers in, uh, which it worked. Technically, <laughs> the Great American Bash actually did draw more viewers in the uh, AEW show uh, this week, anyway. But um, yeah, it's basically the Starcade situation. He kind of shit on like the fact that it was a house show and. There weren't many, that many people there, but they called it Starcade, where Starcade before was this big, like, glamorous event uh, where everyone showed up. So he's just basically kind of shitting on that, but praising the fact that they brought back Great American Bash. I mean, come on, man. Get over it. It's not, you know, it's like just. And AEW was supposed to be like this thing that was like totally different and like didn't care about anything all new kind of like revolutionary and like we're going to complain about this it's just a freaking you know i don't know unbelievable uh so yeah let's let's move over we talked about tessa blanchard before the rumors are she's going to come to wwe uh she was let go by impact because she didn't want to leave uh mexico and uh because of travel restrictions but you know i'm sure if wwe comes calling she's gonna get hop her ass on a flight real quick um because uh, that's, that's where um, that's where the big bucks are for, for sure. I'm sure. I, would, I mean, I would love to see a, a Tess Blanchard Charlotte match at WrestleMania or something. Like they could do a lot with this, and they I think they need her right now. Especially you know NXT's got some talent, but they're they could use some main event level uh, folks with uh, with Becky out for a while. What do you think? Oh no, definitely. Yeah, she. I mean, if I'm gonna pick something, obviously. I, I mean. If you if you followed her at all and followed her career, she's she seems like she wants to be separate from her from her father, like be her own person. And obviously, her father is in AEW, um, so maybe 
that's probably like a almost like a eh, I don't want to go there. I'd rather go to WWE and continue to to make myself a brand name. Um, she already is a pretty much of a big name, um, if you want to call it that. Oh, yeah. um, from what I read, AEW, um, they're looking not to take her mainly because of the like the locker room stuff that they heard about her and like her attitude and stuff like that. So um, that's what I read. They basically said like they're Nick, they're not even like in pers- pursuing her at all. But I, I, I highly doubt that. Um, I, I definitely think WWE would be the better place for her. There's so many way better matchups and dream matches, if you want to call them, at W and WWE. Sasha Banks, Bailey, like you said, Charlotte, definitely, and Io Shirai, um, Rhea Ripley, like any one, any one of those oh, ladies yeah. I mean, against could, uh, could run down the list, man, for sure. Yeah, uh, no, she, yeah, no, she definitely belongs. That's her. That's her home. I'm saying. People were like, "Oh, she's probably gonna go to AEW because her dad, you know, what, what, who, who picks a job because your dad works somewhere?" You pick yeah, a, so no, like, that's like, the think opposite. Of, think of this <laughs> as think of this as like a normal job. Like, oh man, I'm gonna pick. Well, my dad works here. I really want to work with my dad. What? No, no, because your dad. God, no, come on. <laughs> I mean, I love my dad, but I don't want to freaking work with him. Jesus Christ. Yeah, God, no. And that, that, not, even, if I, even if I was somewhere I wanted to work, that wouldn't be one of the things that would like attract me to a job. My dad works there. Come on. <laughs> Fuck. I get to see my dad more. Cool. Um, WWE 365 Ricochet debuts on July 5th on the network if you want to see his um, descent from facing Brock Lesnar for a title match to moving over to main event, I guess. I don't. What is this going to be about? <laughs> it's his uh, first year in uh, the WWE. Oh, uh, okay. Legal main roster. Okay. Or maybe like in between like the NXT stuff to the main roster. Um, so like they talk about like if you read the description on the website, it's like AJ, his matches at AJ Styles and all that type of stuff. So his like his time on Raw. Okay. So yeah, it's nothing. It's so nothing before, recent. It's before not, the fall, yeah. As, yeah, before the uh, before the, <laughs> the the crashing burn of his career in WWE. No, he, he'll definitely he'll ricochet back. Oh, for into sure. The event, right. He definitely he definitely will. I love that. That was a good dad joke. Um, but yeah, I mean. He, Forget it, he was a you know main event was it like one of the uh, Saudi shows against freaking Brock Lesnar for the title, and uh, yeah, now he's like in a in a tag team with Ricochet with uh, Cedric the uh, Cedric yeah Alexander. Cedric the I almost said Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah, same thing. That's what uh, that's what um uh, that's what uh, our truth calls him, right? He does call him Cedric the Entertainer. That's why you probably call it. it was like yeah, it's, subliminal. It's subliminal. I love that. I love that shirt. By the way, I never knew you had that shirt. Oh yeah, the. The uh, the Ric Flair Macho Man Woo yeah ninety yeah no ninety two yeah that's the, I love it. it's it's like a light material too that's why I threw it on because I was looking at yeah this is not uh, fat guy weather for uh, like I need a fan on me at <laughs> I don't have a fan on me when I'm sleeping now it's like the worst sleep ever um, Gallows and Anderson rumored to be signing with Impact I think that's a good place for them I think they are going to be able to still do some dates in New Japan once everything gets yep. back to normal so that's good for them uh, Seth Impact Seth, oh my God, take a shot. Seth, <laughs> Heath Slater, Slater. <laughs> teasing he's going to go to Impact. Is that what that date is that he's? Uh... Yeah, it's a sl- I believe it's a Slammiversary date. Um, oh, really? Their pay per view Slammiversary. Um, so it seems like he might show up. I'm not sure, or he might be doing something totally different on that date. Who knows? But uh, there's a lot of like teases going on there. You have like a uh, EC3. I'm not sure if anyone follows his. Uh, Twitter, but he has some really awesome promo videos that he does 
on his uh, Twitter page. Really? Uh, but he, yeah, he takes like a, um, he'll be like in front of like a brick wall. It'll be like a, like a image of one of the rest. So it'll be like AEW he did recently, I believe. Yeah. Uh, he's done ROH in the background and he's done, a, um, did I say AEW already? Yeah. Yeah, AEW did this time. And um, so people are like, oh my God, he's going to ROH. Oh my God, he's going to <laughs> AEW. Oh my God. He's just, but he's basically just saying like, he he's above being like he basically said something like on the AEW was like I'm not an elite I'm I'm the I'm basically like the one percent I'm oh, basically God. better than all of you and he kind of called out MJF on stealing his uh his gimmick anyway on one of his promos oh too. really um but you kind of if you watch any of the earlier TNA Impact stuff yeah yeah really similar to uh MJF is kind of I think he's kind of pulling from the uh the uh, old EC3 gimmick not the WWE one but uh, yeah no they're really good definitely go back and scroll through the timeline and see if he's a really good promo guy. I'll tell you that much. Oh yeah. I remember, I remember that was one of the, the shining things about him when he was in the title picture and facing off against Kurt Angle and all that stuff in TNA. Um, we'll see what happens to him. And I know, uh, our buddy Brian Myers posted a video, I think today recently or before we started recording about with that date on it too. So maybe he's going to make a, an appearance there for impact as well. So, uh, somebody, I think it was WWE retro stars on Twitter, brought up the fact that they should have just instead of releasing all these people they should have just brought back the wcw brand and just had all of them go over to that which uh you know obviously wouldn't solve the problem for wwe of of you know having to pay these people but i would have loved you know as a fan i would love it like you know all the people like and then you'd have a fourth brand to like switch people around with and then like imagine rusev and like a main event picture with you know some of these guys and you'd have the major brothers as a tag team and you'd have, you know, you can move like Dana Brooke and Ruby Ryan, some of these people over there. I mean, it would, it would thin out the roster a little bit. I don't know if that would be good or bad, but, um, I mean, there's just so many people that just don't have a chance to perform and then you go somewhere else and you realize they're, you know, they can, they can wrestle. So I think it's a cool idea. You know, you have all the pay-per-view names. You probably own, I think you own Halloween Havoc. You own obviously great American bash and all these things. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate that. I don't think it'll ever happen, you know, no. but it probably should have happened. Like they should have brought back. That's a marketable name. Like they should do more with that. If they own WCW, like why are they not slapping that on a bunch of stuff? You know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's maybe that old, uh, that old grudge where it was, uh, it was Ted Turner's, uh, his baby and yeah, yeah. man's not bringing that baby back at all. He's, he's dead and buried pretty much talked about moxley being out for fighter fest after renee young contracted uh the coronavirus hopefully she's okay i think along with adam adam pierce and um one of the guys from the uh oh jimmy noble was another another person that had uh tested positive so uh yeah we got to, we have to talk about that i kind of talked about it when we were talking about fighter fest but um yeah people <clears throat> are just so mad that you know there's rumors and everything i don't know any of this stuff is true but yeah. WWE was first telling people that uh, they should not to wear a mask, and then they now they're telling people they have to wear a mask because of the, all the backlash and stuff. And yeah, uh, they weren't testing at first. Now they are going to test, and there was rumors that AEW was testing, but they aren't wearing masks. So it's just the wild west, basically. Yeah, there's a yeah. So there's a there was an article um, Ryan Sane posted about a uh, uh, supposedly a a spectator at the fighter fest show not a wrestler not a part of the uh the uh, the crew not not a part of the company i guess they invited like 
civilians to the uh, to the show. Um, they were supposedly not tested at all either. Uh, wow. uh, they were just told to, they were just told to wear a mask. Um, that was pretty much it. Um, they were just let in. I guess they were like up on a balcony area, not near the talent. So like the talents on the floor surrounding yeah, the ring. Yeah. Um, the rest of the people were like up in the balcony area, so they were separate. Um, but they have basically then they're pretty much running a sloppy shop as well. Oh, they did on, at the fighter fest anyway. Wait, so this, per- this person test positive? Is that what you're saying? No, no, he's just he was just saying that they're not they're calling out WWE for all this stuff when. They're technically not doing it as well. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's what gotcha, gotcha. he's doing. Yeah, that, um, is, so, that is pretty lame. But people won't believe it. They'll be like, well, AEW's, they're definitely they're on top of their testing. He's like, how do you know? You, you've never been there to any yeah. of the shows at all to yeah. know what they're doing. We're just going off of what the dirt sheets say, and they're going off of what two people removed say about something one guy said about something. You know, it's like, you know, yeah, how much truth is there to that stuff? Uh, was it pretty? Speaking of Bret Hart earlier in the show, whose birthday is today? Uh, Confessions of the Hitman is a new series. I guess he's going to come out with. Sounds like it's pretty comparable to like a something to wrestle with type setup. I guess where there'll be a host and he just kind of runs through. I don't know if it's a podcast or a video thing. I mean, I saw like the, the kind of the trailer for it. Um, yeah, it's something you have to sign up for, obviously, and pay for. But uh, I mean, I'm sure he's got some great stories about how he won every match. And, and you guys, I, you know, you, <laughs> are my impressions funny? I, mean, I try, I try really hard. You know, you know I, uh... well, you know, I was wrestling Doink, and you know, I, I was afraid of clowns, but I kept going. You know, <laughs> you know I, was, I was the best wrestler they had. You know, um, uh, but you know, yeah. Doink was pretty good. Uh, he was a really good wrestler and stuff, and uh, you know. But I was definitely funnier than him, even though he was a clown. <laughs> you know, yeah, Duke the Dumpster Drossy, he never, you know, I took the trash out all the time. I mean, I, no one ever thanked me for that, you know. <laughs> you know, the Repo Man, I uh, I, re- I repossessed a few cars in my day. I don't know why it's, it was a big deal with Repo Man. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So. She's going to hate us for yeah, this, by the way. Uh, um, so check, but- check that out. Confessions of the Hit Man. Um, he's not paying us to say that, so. Um, and you have on here Ravensburger, which I know they make um, two of my favorite things, by the way. Ravensburger um, is making a uh, – they I think they're like a puzzle company, right? Are they a puzzle yeah, company? Yeah, yeah. They're making so a, they're like uh, a yeah, card WWE game. Legends uh, card game? Yeah, it looks pretty cool. I was actually uh, – they didn't give too many details on it, but um looks pretty sweet. You get like obviously all the leg- – it's only legends it looks like, so I'm assuming like all the Hall of Famers and stuff like that. It uh, doesn't look like there's any new people in it. So, like, yeah, on the, the box art, it's Macho Man, uh, Razor Ramon, Ric Flair, Ultimate Warrior, of course, and uh, Booker T. Looks like you basically, it's like a, like a battle card game where you have, like, you have your wrestler and then you have, like, different moves. That's pretty cool. And stuff like that that you can throw down. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm definitely probably going to pick it up. Two to ten players. Oh, um, that's nice. 20, it says 20 bucks, too. Yeah, about 30 to 45 minutes of play. So, okay. nice little uh, night with the wife. I'm like, hey, you want to play some uh, Royal Rumble oh, card yeah, game? Oh, yeah, my wife would love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, after a long day, she'd love to play a Royal Rumble card game with me. Really gets who's her this? Go- really gets her going. Who's this? That's my wife. Yeah. She's like, who's this? I don't know who this is. is. No, I w- my wife <laughs> wouldn't, even, you wouldn't even care that much. She would, you know. No, she would know some people, I would hope. Yeah, yeah, she probably she probably knows all the yeah she probably knows all of them just from watching with me and all, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it'd be a fun game to play with friends or with the kid. 
Yeah. Uh, let's get into our Go Figure segment, brought to you by Ringside Collectibles. Money talk. Uh oh. Oh, damn. Here comes there we the go. Money. There we go. All right, here we go. Go figure segment. This is where myself and Marco and usually Sheena will let you know what we purchased uh, during the week here. This is brought to you, like, like I said, by our good friends at Ringside Collectibles. Uh, this is where the big boys shop. Okay, I guess what you can say. Uh, use code Chick Fil A for ten percent off. Uh, this is with everything going on in the world. Don't be making unnecessary trips to Walmart and Target and tell yourself it's, it, you're going for a Gatorade or something just so you can run out and possibly get sick trying to find a wrestling figure. Shop like we do. Go on Ringside Collectibles. Get it before everybody else. Get it in perfect condition. You know The Walmart employees don't care about the boxes. Uh, so trust me, as many stores as I've been to in my life, the amount of figures I've found on the pegs is very small. So... Do yourself a favor. Save the gas money. Go to WrestlingFigures.com. Be glad that you did. Marco, let's, uh, let's start off with some, some pickups of the week. Or should we get into who won our Fiend giveaway? Do that first. Let's see. Yeah, let's do, let's do the Fiend giveaway. Let's uh, let's set it off. Set it off. Man, you got all the young young people lingo. What you, would you watch, like, Nick Jr. tonight or something? I mean, yeah. I mean, they had that uh, <laughs> this past Friday. Did, did you see on MTV? They did a uh, flashback Friday with a whole day. It I was did all see, I did hear about old that. programming. I wish um, I would have watched so, it. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. My wife was like, and she was like, so excited because it had. It was like all two thousands, ninety nine, two thousands. So like in sync and Backstreet Boys and all that stuff. They actually had the uh, two thousand um, MTV awards. Um, where they had that whole weird dynamic with Eminem and Christina Aguilera when they were all there. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Kind of like weird tension and stuff like that. And we're, we're watching, we're like, oh my God, I forgot this thing happened. Then <laughs> after, because I'm yeah. super old and I love it, um, Nirvana, they had Nirvana unplugged. They played after that, so. Oh, man. Definitely watch that. It was great. I love that. I used to love, um, uh, I used wow. to have the album for the uh, Jay-Z unplugged, which was really good. Oh, Jay-Z uh, unplugged is really good, too. Yeah, That's right. It's a difference. Yeah, the Roots. Oh yeah, the yeah should, I don't know why they don't just redo all that stuff. I'm sure it just costs more money than just playing ridiculousness for 20 hours a day. And, and catfish, they play. Oh god, too. all the time, yeah. Yeah, ne- yeah sixteen ne- and pregnant. Yeah, ne- even uh, Rob Deerdeck run MTV. <laughs> <laughs> they I like you, they own it by now. This is a total <laughs> sidebar, but I had a friend I had met actually through Twitter, and uh, we you know, we we just talked about football and stuff and i was up we were up in new york for something this is like the weekend i proposed to my wife i think it was and he was like yeah stop by man he worked at mtv and we went there and uh i was like oh man mtv this is gonna be awesome man and it's literally like one floor of like an office building with like a green screen and then like a cubicle like a like a room full of cubicles and like an office and that's it like it was like literally the most yeah i don't know I mean, it's just totally not like you'd think there'd be famous people running around or, you know, it just, I mean, how much, how much stuff do they film there anymore? You know what I mean? They they had the room where they probably do like the news updates and shit, but uh, I don't even know if they do that anymore. That was a, that was an old school thing. All right. So let's get into it. We were, we're shooting for 3,500 followers by the end of the summer. We got there much earlier. Uh, so we're going to give away this, uh, this, uh, fiend elite figure 
that I purchased from Ringside Collectibles. Minty Fresh in the box. Marco, uh, myself, and my son did a unboxing of this. Uh, I can't see myself. Oh, here you go. Pretty nice looking figure. Uh, hard to get. It's on back order until like uh, 2021 or something. Uh, so let, let's see who's going to win here. Let me scroll through. I, I can't use my normal website because the, the, the tweet that I made about it is over 60 days old, of course. That's fucking fun. Um, <laughs> uh, keep scrolling. Okay. Uh, our winner is Andrew Sheranko. Andrew Sheranko. You are the winner. A underscore Sheranko 97. Oh, he's a Steelers fan. Great. Damn it. Okay. Uh -oh. Let's, I can edit this out. I'm going to edit this part out. Give it to somebody else. No, I'm just kidding, you? Andrew. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Andrew. I don't know how to edit things out. So you won. Just message us your address, and we will get this sent out to you post haste. Uh, thank you for uh, following us and supporting us and uh, interacting with us on Twitter, man. So, yeah, pretty cool. We also, at the end of the show, we have our Patreon giveaway, which is a, a ton of cool stuff. So a lot of giveaways this week, a lot of giveaways. All right, so let's get into it here. Uh, you want to go through your pickups? Do you have anything new? You have any, uh, what essential oils or bonnets like uh, Sheena bought last week? I actually did. Yeah, she inspired me to get some essential oils and bonnets. Really? Also, of some can yeah candles too as well. Oh. So, yeah, those are my pickups for the week. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> yeah, nothing nothing figure related really. I um I I well technically I, I'm seeing a lot of people get the uh, the the Chris Jericho, a little bit of the bubbly uh, ringside exclusive. So, uh, so we'll talk about that a little really? bit. People are getting after that this. Already? I mean, someone had, there was that video, of that guy that unboxed it and everything. So I'm, that was Jeremy Pedauer. That was the guy that made it. Oh, was it? I thought it was. So it was on someone's TikTok or something. Yeah, like that was that. his. Yeah, I don't know why. He oh, it was his TikTok. He's All right. way too old to have TikTok, but that's true. Yeah, I was like, wow, it must be some young whippersnapper <laughs> that got it, but uh, no. Definitely not. All right, so yeah, my pickups um, pretty light. Just uh, got my uh, homage, my homage shirts, uh, oh, my nice. two warrior shirts. So I got the uh, the original design that they always had on there with the green lettering and uh, in the middle flexing, and then the new design that they came out with, uh, where it's like his like face and like the warrior logo in the background with the veins and everything. Nice. Um, Grab those two there, and uh, got a sweet mask off of them too as well. Oh, those masks um, are nice. The mask are really great. I have a couple of masks already, but that's by far my favorite one. I use that more than anything. Super soft. It's, it's like a, a t-shirt lightweight. It's, yeah, it's a yeah. t-shirt material. It's breathable. It's really, um, it's lightweight too. Like it's, no, it's great. Um, but other than that, no, no figures this week. Uh, kept it pretty light on the the figure side of things. Okay. Cool. Uh, I did before I talk about what I purchased. I did go out today. Saw the numbers jump at one of my targets. Uh, went there and uh, I was like, oh, excited, all excited. They weren't on the peg, so I asked uh, some girl that was walking around. She was very helpful. Uh, surprisingly, she brought she had the whole box. She's like, you want to just follow me over here and you can go through it. So she brought it over to like the electronics counter. Box was open, so uh, I was like, okay, first one Braun Strowman. I don't want that. The next one's oh Braun Strowman. Oh, they must have double packed this case of two Strowmans here. Okay, all right, third one, Braun Strowman, fourth one, Braun Strowman, fifth one, Braun Strowman. I was like, oh, Jesus, what is this? So I, I took them all. I was just laughing. Like it was her and, like, a customer standing there, and I just had, like, a maniacal, like, joker laugh. Like, I just cannot believe this is happening. Like, the, I don't, none of my stores have got any cases <laughs> of anything. I was like, I was hoping for, like, to hook up some people in the Foley group. 
um, which, you know, there's been a lot of people buying and selling figures in there. So it's been really cool yeah. uh, now that now that we have 170 people in there, it's been like people been finding stuff and they know to like ask people, ask around and see if people need stuff. So, but I still wanted to do my part and help out too. Uh, then I, the, the employee is like, oh, yeah, on the side of the box here, it says Braun Strowman. So it's an entire case of Braun Strowman figures. I don't know if it was meant to sh- ship to, like, ringside or, or like, one of these other, like, uh, stores or something. So I was just – I was like, you want me to – I'll put these on the pegs for you if you want me to. Uh, they're, they're, like, they're like, no, it's okay. So I just, like, put my hand – I was like, okay, just leaving, I guess. <laughs> I just left them, I left them. I felt bad. I just left them there. But – um it was weird, and I posted the picture, and everybody's like, "What the hell? How did this happen?" And I guess somebody tweeted back, and that they, uh, one of their stores had gotten a whole case of Tuckers. So I don't know what's going oh, on. Wow, oh. that's even—I don't know if that's worse or better than getting a case of those Strowmans are going to be there until he get—he goes into the Hall of Fame, probably. Oh, definitely, <laughs> most likely, because <laughs> they'll probably get the top the, the top picks or the elites, whatever those top elite things. Uh, soon, he's in that series too, so. Oh my god! So uh, yeah, so just burn that target to the ground. Uh, so that, <laughs> but it was interesting. I was like, after when I got my car, I was like, this will be an interesting story for the fucking podcast. Like, you know, uh, when does this ever happen? Like a whole case of one person. Like, I don't know if I've ever seen that before. Uh, so obviously, didn't get anything there. I and I was talking to Darius, my buddy Darius, about this. Otis for me is the perfect um, fig hunting figure because I don't really want. Like, I don't really need Otis. He doesn't fit any of my collections. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. be like I, w- I want to get him just to just to get him. I'll probably give it to my son, but it's yeah. like it's just like just good enough where I want to like see, see, seek it out. But I don't like I'm not upset if I don't have it. Like I I'm not gonna go to bed tonight and, and miss and miss Otis. Um, but that's you know that's a, it's a, even that whole set. I just don't have. I was never a fan of Christian. I got the Lacey because I need that for my women's collection. But um, you know the Cena is whatever. The Strowman is whatever. Um, I'm not not a not a huge fan of either of those two. So. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, we'll see if any stores get more going forward. Our buddy Chris at Wrestle Wrestle Geddon Podcast sent out a tweet to us and put it in our Facebook group that there's a big sale going on. I think Ultimate Editions. Are you, Marco, are you frozen? No, I think you're frozen. Marco, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, you're just okay. You you. I thought you were just staring at me like a staring contest, but you were frozen. Oh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Move it slide down here. Here we go. Um, yeah, so Ultimate Editions, I think, are on sale for 20 bucks. So um, I'll pull up that picture real quick and uh, give you that code because uh, he tweeted that out. And uh, you can pop that into Pop Finder, and uh, it'll tell you if there's any stores nearby that have – most stores have, like, one or two. Um, but at least you can go there and check and see if they have any. I mean, you can get the Fiend – the I mean, sorry, the Finn Balor one or the Triple H one for, you know, $10 off. So the number for that is 0871605504. That's for the Ultimate Editions. Also, the those 12-inch tall, like, Barbie doll ones are on sale for 7 bucks, And all of the, the Reckon figures, which I know a lot of the kids like, are on sale for $7, too, on Target. And I think that just started already out today is uh, Thursday, so – if it's a holiday weekend thing, but if you're listening to this, go check your targets for ultimate editions. Good way to start that collection for twenty bucks for you know a figure that's going for over thirty dollars on different websites. So uh, check that out. Yeah. Uh, I told you I bought that collar and elbow T-shirt. Um, Sheena said I couldn't pull off the pink, but I'm I'm gonna do my best to pull that off. It's a it's a damn good T-shirt. Check out collarandelbowbrand.com for that. 
uh, uh, McCormick. I don't know if you have McCormick Spices. Is that a national spice company? They do a lot of spices and stuff. Uh, they, make, they make Old no, Bay. No, not today. Okay. They make Old Bay. Um, but, yeah, they, they, they put out like a limited edition Old Bay hot sauce. I don't know if you even know what Old Bay is. Do you have Old Bay up no. there? No. I have, okay. I have no clue what that is. <laughs> but you can still talk about it. Yeah, of course I can. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, yeah. Um, it's like a spice that you put on crabs. Uh, it's really freaking good. I'll mail you mm-hmm. some of that too. But um, they, they made like a hot sauce with that. So I'm dying to make some wings soon and put that hot sauce on there. So I ordered a couple of those off their website. Uh, I totally redesigned the fig cave down here. I sent some pictures out onto the Facebook group. I bought, uh, we had an order in with Ikea for about four months uh, that we put in like right when the COVID-19 shit started and uh, mm-hmm. all the stores closed, obviously. So they finally delivered it. I put a couch together, uh, like a bookcase, and I put three of the, the, the hanging wall shelves, like the floating wall shelves up uh, to add. And I decided this is my, this is it. This is all the space I have. In this room, I'm splitting it. Basically, my basement is split between my room here and my son's playroom. So I'm not expanding into his part. So once this is full, I'm starting to make cuts and getting rid of stuff. Uh, as, as, hard, yeah. as hard as that's going to be. Um, so we'll see. Um, but if I'll post some pictures of that on the Facebook group uh, for people to see that. So it was pretty cool. That was pretty fun. I uh, I put the So the wall that I put them on is like into my laundry room. So there's no like you can see, you can go over to the other room and see the back of the wall. So I did the first shelf fine, perfect. Took like five minutes, not even. I go to put the second shelf in and none of the uh, the drywall anchors will go in. I go around the corner to uh. the wall. There's a two by four. The whole wall is just drywall. It's just a drywall wall, nothing behind it. There's a two by four going vertically in one spot and that's the spot <laughs> i tried to try to drill in so i had to me well my wife did most of the work full disclosure she oh, i mean yeah. to, to, to fix it so she basically <laughs> putty put putty on it plastered over it sanded it all down repainted it and did that a couple times and uh then i just moved it down a little bit it was fine but it was like come on man it's like how uh, that would be my luck that there would be a random like the two by four is not even doing anything it's just kind of like t- you know tied to the wall or whatever so Whatever. Uh, so that's done. Uh, I stopped into Full Tilt Brewing, uh, who have made a couple beers uh, that we enjoyed. They made that, that Ric Flair and the um, John Cena beer. They are making a couple more beers. I think they said, I said an Undertaker and a Shawn Michaels. So once those come out, I'll let people know. But they they reached out to me. They said, dude, I need we need some figures. Because when we... <coughs> Sorry, when we do these figures, we like to have like uh, when we do these beers, we want to have a figure to you know, take pictures of him when he when we're making the beers. And he's like, "Can you find me a Kane figure?" So I was like, "Yeah, this is my favorite one, this Hall of Champions, but it's like a hundred dollars on eBay." They're like, "Nah, we don't want to pay that." So I, I put it out to our Patreon Facebook group, and again, Chris from WrestleGeddon Pod, who's the MVP of the show so far, yeah, he's like, "Yeah, I got this one. It's like a, it's like the full cane outfit with the long sleeves, and it's more black than it is red." I was like, "Dude, that's awesome, man! How much you want?" He's like, oh, "I'll just send it to you." It's like, huh. people are awesome. So I owe him big time for that. <coughs> I'm gonna give that to those guys. They were making some. They had some. Uh, they're making a peach sour and a banana sour beer. They were adding when I went there. They gave me a tour of the place. It's awesome, uh, but they were pouring the fresh fruit puree into the beer. I was oh, like, wow. it looked delicious. I was like, I definitely have to buy some of this. It's like, <laughs> I've never heard of a banana beer. Me neither. Uh, but that was pretty cool. Um, other than that, I got, I finally got these WDF magazines in. 
from our buddy Anthony who listens to the show. And uh, he follows me on Instagram. He was messaging me. He sent me like 11 different magazines at a great price, all ones I needed. Uh, this box was literally mailed out like June 19th, and I just got it like uh, or like like June like 9th, and I got it like it was. He, this guy lives in New Jersey, and it went to it went to Den. I was like checking the tracking. He went to Denver for like a week. What the hell? Yeah, I don't know. I was like, <laughs> why is this in Denver? I, was like, I messaged him. Like, I wasn't even mad at him. He didn't do anything. But uh, it finally came, and these like these things are literally like fresh. Like he went back into a time machine to 1994 and bought magazines. I mean, they're so nice. Uh, wow. I'll, I'll post some pictures of those too, and they still have all the cards in them. They even have like the little uh, like the subscription cards you used to rip out of like Rolling Stone to you know because they'd get in the way you, you know to subscribe to it. Those are all still in there. So uh, pretty cool. Uh, I have a bunch of stuff that hasn't gotten here yet that I'm going to talk about on next week's show. Usually I, I um, go into that stuff too, but I, I want to get that stuff in hand first. Um, I am in search of Macho Man Loyal Subjects. I think they're at Walmart and Target. <coughs> they're like little, they're like those little boxes. Like you can't tell what's inside. They're like three inches big. Uh, yeah. I'm looking for Macho Man. So if anybody out there is at a Target or Walmart, check those for me. I don't know if you can see who's in each box or not, but uh, I could really use a Macho Man of those. And uh, I think that is about it. I am going to buy some stuff on Pro Wrestling Tees this weekend with that sale. Uh, for that 20% off, so I'm going to get some Chick Foley shirts. Uh, our buddy Extra Cooler is making us some new designs. What do you think of that new design brought out? Sheena, I thought, was a little controversial. Um... <clears throat> <laughs> It was uh, <laughs> I really it was, I, it was a little controversial. I but, just uh, want it for me. I just want it for me. I don't know if I want to you know, promote it. I mean, we can. We don't have to even put it on the Patreon or the or the, uh, or the website. I just want to wear it for myself. You know. I mean, I'd take one, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Like like uh like Eric Bischoff says, controversy creates cash. So there you go. I like it's, not, that. it's not a bad thing. I like that. Um, so those are our pickups. Sheena, did you have anything? No. Okay. I gotta pull up that Sheena Tron five thousand. <laughs> what'd you think of my uh haul this week sheena it's large and impressive oh thank you so much sheena tron 5000 appreciate that uh let's move on to um quarantine and chill what have you been what have you been watching what's good what do you got going on over there at the uh the denton household uh nothing too crazy uh i threw up on here the uh the broken skull sessions of mark henry if he uh you haven't seen that yet? Definitely go out of your way to watch it. It's like an hour and twenty minutes, actually. Um, it runs about the same time as a Ric Flair one, which is pretty crazy. But uh, he, uh, some interesting stuff. I, I don't think I don't think I've ever known about him. Um, especially, did you know he he was like a nanny for Bret Hart? Mark Henry was. Yeah. When when he was wrestling? Yeah, he he uh, he took care of Bret Hart's kids. Um, he actually they. He when he started really early, when he started like ninety five ninety six in the WWE yeah, yeah. Um, so when he wasn't really like he didn't really know how to wrestle and stuff like that um, he actually went out to Canada and uh, they taught him how to wrestle so he actually wrestled um, Stu Hart actually taught him wow moves. that's pretty I didn't, cool. did you know that no I had no idea yeah. Yeah, Seems like they're from totally about, different eras, but I guess they they can't overlap a little bit, you know. If it's not because he he did, I remember him signing, and then he just didn't like come in for a while. Like he must have like trained, he, you know. Yeah, yeah. So so basically, he did that. He drove people around. He uh, 
I forget who he said he drove around as a. He was like a show for. Oh, Yokozuna. He was Yoko oh, Shu, Yokozuna's uh, driver. That's a big car for those two yeah. motherfuckers. In. Yeah. Wow. So uh, he he was a driver for Yokozuna. He uh he's Bret Hart's nanny. At one point, he got stretched out by his. I two. love nut. He said he like really like beat the crap out of him. And he he basically gave like the biggest lesson. He was like you're the, he was like you're a big man. He's like he's like you should be able to like impose your your power. And, and and do it like in basically like in an elegant way, sort of like how Keith Lee's doing it now, yeah, that type yeah, of thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, because he, he was like kind of like the last of the like the big dudes, because they started like like you said they started going to like the six two, two hundred thirty pound guys. Like yeah. the Undertaker was a big guy, Kane was a big guy, um, but a majority of the roster was like smaller dudes, like Triple H and you know Shawn Michaels and of course yeah, and Stone Cold and all those guys. So like he was like one of the like the bigger guys, and then he went on. He it was it's actually really good. He talks about Farouk and how Farouk was a father figure to like oh, everybody, that's cool. like all those guys, like the whole nation. Um, and he's basically just like you know, this is my thing, this nation thing. If you don't like it, like kick rocks. Basically, if you don't you don't want to do it, I'm going to tell you what to do. Yeah, just yeah. listen to me, and we'll be successful. Type of thing. Um, and he's like, yeah, you better believe I uh, I did it. Uh, he talked about a uh, a meeting where uh, they were going to cut him. Basically, like he was in a room with like Jim Ross and Vince McMahon. And they're just like, yeah, just cut your losses and uh, like, pay him whatever and get rid of him type of thing. Wow. And uh, he said that motivated him. And then when he won that title, the uh, the world championship from Randy Orton, he uh, they did a segment where Jim Ross apologized to him. Do you remember that on? It was on. It was on a Raw. No, no. And yeah, uh, he basically like, choked him with his tie for like for real. He's like, it was a shoot. I like, he's like, I grabbed this tie and I like just wrapped it and did as tight as I could. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's, like, choked out oh, Jim dude. Ross on. Mark Henry on probably has so many cool stories, dude. Yeah, no, he's, yeah, he's, a, and then he, he's a really, like, like, when I met him at that, uh, that, that, uh, event that they did, it was, like, a yeah. toy drive. Yeah. He's really, he's really conversationally, like, yeah, he was talking to everybody. Yeah. Great personality, like, talking about my jacket, talking about, like, the sneakers I was wearing and stuff like that, and, like, um, but yeah, no, he's really he's it's really awesome. Definitely go out of your way to watch the yeah, the Broken Skull yeah, sessions with Mark Henry. Yeah, I'd love to hear a podcast with him because he, you know, he definitely like has seen a lot of stuff. He was in a cool era where he kind of bridged the gap from like that Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels into like the Attitude Era and then the Cena era. So it's around for yeah. a while, and now he's kind of like a behind the scenes. I love him on the Busted Open Radio Show on XM. Yeah, he talks about that too, like oh, cool. like what he does on there, nice. and how he, yeah, how he like he he tries to watch wrestling as a fan now, not so much as a analyst. So That's he good. like he'll watch it first as a fan, and then he'll like watch it again so he can do like the. And he said he's not here to he. I like I like his approach. If you ever listen to him on Busted Open, he doesn't doesn't do the behind the scenes stuff. He said he he said there's enough of that on the internet and like on Twitter and people doing dirt sheets. He's like I'm not a dirt sheet guy. I'm just gonna tell you what i think should have happened here and that's pretty much it he's like i'm not gonna that's cool it's kind of like a football like uh analyst type of thing you know yeah <clears throat> i'll definitely check that out um i started watching well last night actually um i used to love unsolved mysteries as a kid loved it the, sc- the song was scary as hell did you ever watch unsolved unsolved mysteries oh my god yeah i was yeah. afraid of that too. Great. yeah <laughs> it was i was scared of it too but it was great and uh, they just brought out like uh netflix just brought it back and it's more of like a documentary style show. It doesn't have like a host or anything. Okay. Uh, of course, the first murder is in Baltimore. Shocker. Um, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, but it's a really cool. I mean, the the first one was really interesting and like had me on like you know it was like an hour long type thing. There's like five or six episodes, so I'm probably gonna pound through those pretty quick. 
Um, I loved any of those true crime. I know you. I know you love those things too. True crime type stories. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, what was that dude? What was the host name? It was uh, Robert Stack. Robert Stack. That's yeah. right. I'm Robert Stack. Yeah, in like the smoky, uh, foggy oh, oh street. God. Yeah. So yeah. scary at night yeah. when you like. I remember being yeah, yeah definitely like a watching ten year old like, kid. Yeah, you didn't know what was going on. Oh my on. god. Yeah. I was I was frightened. That in uh, America's America's Most Wanted used to frighten me too. Yeah. Because they would never catch anybody. Yeah, exactly. They, yeah. All those guys are loose. Well, they would catch them, but it wouldn't be on like the show. Like you know, they would catch them after, and they would never even talk about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you would yeah. know if they got caught or not. You'd be like, wait, did did they catch these guys yet? Or <laughs> they could live in your city in Boston. This is in Boston, Massachusetts. Oh shit. Yeah, you're like, oh my god. <laughs> they know it's true. It's like last scene in Boston. Like, oh my god. What's uh, the update show? We forgot some of the news. I'm sorry. Let's go back to the Go Figure segment real quick because I, I jumped ahead. I'm sorry, man. You got that's why Sheena needs to be here. She keeps me on on track. Yeah, she does. Yeah. keep things. Well, oh, you're now you're in the Sheena role. You usually keep me on track, but you're you're Sheena now, and I need I need another Marco. Uh, the, oh, the, <laughs> the new Japan the new Japan figures that were originally slated to come out, I think it was July, have now been pushed back to October. Uh, so if you're keeping track, if you pre-order those, they've had your money for a year now, and yeah. uh, they're going to have your money for about a year and a half. Um, obviously, they're blaming it on the coronavirus, which does make sense. The Lucha Bros figures are also, uh, those are from Boss Fight, and those are delayed as two. I think those are in production, but they will not be out at the original date that they said they were going to be. So, um it does suck that these websites take your money when you pre-order and not when they ship. Yeah. Uh, obviously, because then you would not have to be them just holding your money for a year. You know, that's uh, could be in collecting interest in your piggy bank. But um, those figures, will keep you updated on those whenever those come out. I know a lot of people have pre-ordered those. Uh, the Masters of the Universe went live. The, uh, the Another Ring 2-pack. This had Hulk Hogan and... Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's sold out now. Well, no, the uh, the figures are, were live. Oh, they the, were uh, the the new wave. Yeah, but no, they're all sold wait, wait, out. Wait, wait, what was there. that? Um, yeah, if you go to uh, D Freedom Thirty oh. on uh, Instagram, there are he posted pictures of all of them, and then when you go to the website, they're completely sold out. Every single one of them. Oh man. Was, yeah. So I was talking about. Um... Oh, you were talking the about the, uh, the which we, we talked with, about uh, that a little bit last and, week, yeah. Hogan yeah, and Stone Cold. Yeah, no, and, that's probably still sitting there because no one's paying fifty dollars for that. It, which is the uh, other ones. <laughs> I mean, it's no, it bad because you get a, a ring and two figures for fifty bucks, whatever. Um, but yeah, the other ones. Um, hopefully, those will show up in stores for the holidays. <clears throat> I like all four of those ones. Uh, those are really cool. Uh, we saw a quick, uh, like you said, a, a young whippersnapper by the name of Jeremy Padauer showed uh, <laughs> the uh, unboxing of a little bit of the bubbly Chris Jericho package. So hopefully those will start shipping soon. Uh, I meant to mention I actually got my shipping notification from Ringside for I was in wave two. I think it was probably wave two of the classy Freddy Blassie. So mine, oh, yeah, I yeah. have not gotten that yet. So that should be shipping uh, tomorrow maybe. We'll see. We'll see when I, if I have that by next week's show. So, uh, okay, that's all the – oh, and then we also got the AEW Unrivaled Series 1 unboxing figures, and uh, people had mixed reviews about these. And uh, Jeremy Padauer, again, was quick to yeah. show some photos of you know how f- different figures look in the, in the light. Uh, so I say – you know, I would say hold your judgment until you see them live, but, I mean – 
it's that's what the internet's for is to give people your thoughts on things when they you know it's a little too early for it so uh i thought they were okay i think um i don't want to get too much into it because we have a potential interview lined up with someone that uh, i don't want to say anything bad here um because uh <laughs> <laughs> because I, i'm not gonna buy, i didn't buy these figures to begin with um i do think the original pictures look better than the pictures that we saw this week yeah uh but again uh that could be because of the photos and the lighting so we'll see how they look when they come out what what are your thoughts uh yeah definitely yeah because they uh he someone posted a picture of the uh the viscera figure um in a uh in a, in a certain lighting and it was like a uh, it was a fig photography person and then he uh jeremy responded was like yeah he's like that's pretty see that's perfect lighting like it the figure looks great in this picture, that type of thing. So it does usually it does depend on like what type of um, lighting and photography you're doing when it comes to figures because they're all, all gonna look great unless you see actually see it in person in a picture. If it's not if it's not done the right way, then it's gonna it's not gonna look good, essentially. Yep. So, yeah, we'll hold our hold our thoughts until we get those in hand. Um, I do love the packaging. The packaging's pretty awesome. It's very similar to the uh, Mattel, or the sorry, the Jack's Classic Superstars pack. Yeah, so that's cool. Do like that. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, let's get into our. So back to quarantine and chill. Yeah, I've been watching the uh, Unsolved Mysteries, and there is a cool show on Hulu. I think it's called Twenty Four. Hulu does a lot of these, and they're hard to find. They a lot of like not cooking shows, but like a lot of food shows. This one's Twenty Four huh. Hours, and this dude is from Bon Appetit mag- magazine. It's like eight eight minutes, like literally eight minutes. He worked oh, okay. at uh, that Franklin's Barbecue in Austin, Texas, which is like supposedly the greatest barbecue in the world. There's people there. He showed like he got to work at like four in the morning to like change the briskets out or whatever. And he worked yeah. a whole day, 24 hours. And there was people in chairs, in like folding chairs, waiting outside at 4 a.m. to go That's to this insane. restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the food looks amazing. Uh, but he worked there for 24 hours and showed the whole process of. Yeah, they put the briskets in, they take the new briskets out, and blah, blah, blah. I worked at a Chick-fil-A for 24 hours, which was cool. I worked at a Waffle House for 24 hours, uh, which is one of my favorite places on Earth. Uh, so pretty pretty cool show. So, yeah, those were really cool. Let's get into our random merch of the week. This is a WWE WWF Foam Undertaker Finger. And uh, I'm sure Zack Ryder is going to be uh, all over this if he doesn't have it already. What is so special about this foam finger? It is the uh, so it's so it's the original. Uh, it's a tombstone uh, foam finger with uh, Undertaker's uh, likeness on it. Uh, early Undertaker. Oh, I remember this. Um, yeah. So the other funny thing too is uh, the description of it. It says it came out not even a year. Um, um, after his debut, so he wasn't even like fully like a huge star yet, and they're already dropping merch, which is pretty insane. For I mean, nowadays t-shirts come out whatever, but like time, yeah, back but then, back then like yeah, it n- no one had like a t-shirt. It was, it was like Hogan, maybe Macho, um, like Jake the Snake, those guys. Plus he was a heel, you know. <laughs> yeah, and he was a heel. He wasn't. A, he wasn't even a good guy, and he didn't talk at all. So. Just a, just someone to have like a, a foam finger like that, and it's pretty cool. Kind of looks like it almost has an eye patch on it. Um, yeah, yeah. It's the way that's like drawn, but uh, it's it looks really old too. I mean, it looks in pretty good condition as well. 
Um, it's for the low, low price of $244.95, by the way. Yeah, I bet get these that. Up. That is crazy, man. That no, it's, it's, it, it's especially with him retiring and yeah. all, well, retiring quotation marks. Um, definitely want to get a piece of this. Uh, the back of it's pretty cool. It's actually a tombstone writing. It says RIP on the back. Yeah, it is cool. And it actually has a WWF logo on it um, and all the, the fine print, Titan Towers, all that stuff, uh, Titan Sports. Um, so, yeah, no, it's... I, I just fire up some uh, random merch on uh, on Google. Most of the stuff shows up on eBay, but just random. It's like I basically put like wrestling merchandise oh, and really? some crazy stuff there. Yeah, crazy. and on eBay, you just put wrestling merchandise. There's some insane things that uh, are being sold uh, that you would not have thought have been sold at, at wrestling merch stands and stuff like that. Uh, the other part of this too is this is only sold at like. How uh, like the house shows? It wasn't sold at any like uh, pay per views or anything like that. Apparently, so it was like a limited edition uh, type of uh, product. So you had to have been there at like a at a local show to actually get this phone finger. Two, which is pretty Very cool. cool. Uh, let's get into our retro wrestling recommendation of the week, sponsored in part by our friends at Pro Wrestling Tees. Use code America for twenty percent, twenty five percent off. Right? No, twenty percent off uh, on this weekend. Uh, funny you picked this match. I was just listening to a podcast about this. This is Great American Bash, Ric Flair versus Dusty Rhodes, and this is in a, a cage match, correct? Yeah, it's a cage match, and they did a, it's a Great American Bash, NWA, not WCW, uh, by the way. Um, but they used to do um, – so after – there was like a couple of years where they did single uh, shows, but then they started doubling the, the shows. They would do like one in July, then one in like – late or early august and they'd both be um, called so, great american bash yeah yep um and they would have two Weird. they would have different cards and all that stuff but uh so this one obviously because it's dusty and obviously because it's rick flair you have to go with this one and it's a championship match as well um I, I was actually watching it earlier there's no car so it's in the uh hidden gems section of uh the wwe network okay because uh, it's not it wasn't like a it was one of the. It was like a secondary show. It wasn't, wasn't a like pay per view, right? It was. A, it wasn't it was a like, pay per view or yeah. anything. It was like kind of like a house show. That's it's like what a special the, house show, yeah. Yeah. Then it became like obviously WCW took over. It became like yeah. an actual pay per view. Um, but yeah, no, the, if you listen, like, because there's no commentary, so you get to listen to the crowd reactions. You get to listen. That's to cool. I like those that. guys in the ring and stuff. Like you get to hear Dusty and Ric Flair and the referee talking all that stuff. That crowd, like every single move that Dusty would do, like crowd would erupt like a headlock. Crowd would go nuts. Arm lock, crowd would go nuts. Like, literally, every little thing he did, um, they do a cool thing at the beginning where they do, like, they show off their different struts. So, like, Ric Flair does his Ric Flair strut. Oh, and then nice. uh, Dusty shows off his, like, little shimmy that he does. It's, it was, <laughs> it's really good. And then they, like, they go at it. Obviously, if you never watch Ric Flair, um, young Ric Flair, like, go at it. Definitely, this is something to watch. Um, it's, he... You, they always talk about him making people look good, and like he always wanted to make the other guy look good as well as, well as himself. He definitely did that with uh, Dusty, and obviously they had the chemistry because they, you know, they had a rivalry, rivalry and stuff like that. So like, yeah, you definitely definitely go back and watch this match. It's it's a cage match, so obviously there's some blood involved. Roads must bleed. That that does oh, of happen. Course, of course, um, <laughs> it is a chain link fence cage. It's not the uh, the big blue like nice. most people know about. Um, so it's kind of like a hell in a cell cage almost. Um, but yeah, no, definitely go back and watch it. It's, it's great American bash. It's, I'm going to, I think I'm going to, for the retros for the rest of the summer, they're all going to be 
uh, Summer Theme Zone. I like that. Probably nice. like Bash at the Beach, Summer obviously. Um, the be- Actually, if you want to go back, if you want to scroll back in the Patreon, the first article I wrote was on the 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 Bash when uh, WWE took over the Great American Bash and just cut off the Great American part. <laughs> they made the Bash, and um, it had like the card of like Rey Mysterio and Chris Jericho and oh, wow. I think John Cena was on and stuff like that. Um, I'm not sure how far back it is in our Patreon page, but uh, it's in the archives. Go back and read, archives. read my review. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, I try to be really funny about it. Yeah, you can sort uh, on, you can sort on there by like video or article and stuff like that. So it might be oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Find. No, you're right. Yeah, um, um, but yeah, no, that's that's it. It's funny you picked this match because our friends at uh, Off the Hop Rope they uh, do a watch along every single week and they drink a different beer. This week they are doing this match and they oh, wow. are drinking the beer that I mailed them from uh, Burley Oak Brewery here in uh, Maryland. And uh, it was a cherry cola sour beer that was uh, very delicious. Huh. And uh, they give us high praise for the podcast. Smart Mark Sterling from the Major Brothers is one of the folks uh, that hosts the show. And he was uh, saying some very kind words about our podcast. So, oh, nice. Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good listen, too, because they, I mean, they, all they do is watch along. So I'm like, oh, man, this, this these guys sound so much better than I do on our watch along because they're like, I don't know, they just, they've done it so many times. They're on, like, episode 100. So, um, yeah. so something to shoot for for us because they, uh, you know, they do a little more background than we do. But um, uh, they're drinking some good beers. So uh, it was a pretty cool listen. And definitely, you know, it's a cool podcast if you like beer or if you like old school wrestling uh, because they're doing all kinds of different watch alongs every single week. So it's off the hop rope podcast on itunes and spotify check them out um so yeah this is a great recommendation surprise it isn't i guess it isn't with the regular great american bashes because it's not a pay-per-view but uh, hopefully they add more of these old things on there because um it's out from what they said i mean i have i've never seen this match in my life but i want to go back and watch it now because it definitely sounded like it was a great like you know, th- both those guys are just so good in the ring so good together they both have such yep. good like mannerisms and uh, and bo- like uh body chemistry not body chemistry what do you call it um body <laughs> like uh body language body there we body go language, body language yeah. you know uh the where you know one move can really like you know turn the crowd like you were saying oh yeah so good so shout out to them let's shout out some other podcasts that we're friends with our buddies at the run-in podcast are doing some really cool stuff uh dj and tj over there tommy paradise um and dj are doing some cool stuff. They talk about wrestling figures. They talk about wrestling, but they're also going off into uh, GI Joe and Marvel stuff and sports. So a little bit of everything. So if you're if you're a fan of our show, that you'll definitely like their show as well. We talked about WrestleGeddon, a great uh, wrestling figure podcast as well. And our friends over at Our Vantage Point podcast. It's a retro podcast, Marco. I don't know if I turned you onto that show or if you knew about it before you knew me. No, you. I no, you turned me on to it because you were like, "Oh, you got to yeah. listen to this podcast." I kind of like they're like fans, but they like, you know, they they kind of have like a like a something to wrestle slash like that type of. Um, they're fun. They're both funny like, as yeah. shit. They're both hilarious. yeah. No, they're, they're hilarious. And they yeah. they have a they have a way better uh, Bret Hart um, impersonation oh, than, than we do. Did, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> just say it. Yeah, and they've been working on it for longer than I have, but yeah. That's where I kind of get my inspiration from. So, yeah, there's some great podcasts to listen to. Any other podcasts you enjoy that you want to uh, give a plug to? Obviously, the Major Brothers don't need a plug from us, but uh, they're they're one they should always listen to. Uh, one of my favorite podcasts, Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. Anything I know, else? Uh, 
Yeah, definitely the uh, the New Day. If you guys haven't listened to the, the oh, New Day pod call. yet, um, that's probably one of the best podcasts out. Um, especially if you like those guys on TV, um, they're they're pretty much the same on the podcast. They like they joke around. They you can tell they're really cl- close friends. Um, they don't talk all wrestling stuff. I don't think I think they've done like maybe two or three or maybe four episodes out of like out of like the ten that they have. Um, and the, they just talk about regular stuff and yeah. they have guests on, they had, um, they had, uh, Topanga from Boy Meets World on there. Really? Do a run in. Yeah. Cause, um, Xavier Woods has a, has a huge crush on her. Oh, nice. So they're doing, so they're doing that podcast with their regular, regular podcast and, um, they're talking about their regular thing and they're just like, Oh, Oh, who's this? And then she just pops in on their, uh, on their, on their chat. The Zoom and then like, you just, ex- you just see Xavier Woods. just like. Like crouch down and get all like <laughs> all nervous. He's like, oh my god, he's, he's all embarrassed. He's like, oh my god, it's hilarious. But damn, that she she does like the rest of the show with them and stuff like that. So yeah, nice. no, definitely listen to those guys and um, um, really funny. Obviously, Biggie's probably my my favorite guy on that podcast because he's it's Biggie. There's nothing else to say. Whew. Yeah, I need to catch up on them. I've listened to like the first three episodes, and I've just been so far behind. I just, I mean, for being in my car all day, I'm not, I'm not sure I don't have time. I've so many podcasts I listen to, but uh, <laughs> they all keep me entertained for sure. So thank you guys, and we, we love you. Uh, hit us up. We didn't talk about this at the beginning of the show, but uh, if you want to find us on uh, social media, you can. It's the best place to interact with us. It's at Chick Foley Show on Twitter. I run the Twitter account, and Sheena is on the Instagram. It's at Chick Foley. There you can find Marco at Inglorious Gent. Uh, I am also on Instagram at I Hate JJ Reddick. That's my Twitter as well. I decided, Marco, that I'm going to change my informally informally change my Instagram to a, a Buffalo Wing review. Really? IG. All right. Yep. Every time I, I go, I'm going to rate it by size, flavor, celery crispness. And um, a, a couple other things. So um, if you're in the Baltimore area and you have a, a recommendation of where I should eat some wings, I am all about it. All about that chicken wing life. Love delicious chicken. And I love chicken wings. So I'm sure be eating some this weekend as well. Uh, so check me out there. And um, we love to interact with you guys. Again, the best way to support the podcast is chickfoleyshow.com. Uh, I promise you, you will get more than a dollar's worth of value from what we give you in a, in a month's time between the interactions on the Facebook group, uh, buying and selling and trading figures there. Uh, we do live watch-alongs on the page, which is pretty cool. Uh, we write articles. We do bonus episodes, uh, giveaways, all kinds of cool stuff. And speaking of giveaways, let's do our Patreon uh, giveaway here before we sign off. So uh, let me pull up what is in that crate. So here's what it is. This is our first ever Chick Foley crate, and this is a bunch of cool stuff that we have assembled, uh, just just in my day to day travels that I want to give away. So uh, here it is. It's a Seth Rollins SummerSlam Elite, a Matt Hardy SummerSlam Elite, a Seth Rollins Retro, a Jeff Hardy Retro, two Hasbro's, a Doink and an Ultimate Warrior, a Daniel Bryan autobiography, which is really good read couple high noon koozies a wrestlemania 3 funko lunchbox a uh new amsterdam t-shirt a wrestlemania 11 and a wrestlemania 8 vhs and perhaps the piece de resistance a wall beard trimmer which i have one it's a great beard trimmer 
Um, and probably you can trim more than just your beard with it if you want. Trim your head or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> your dog. I don't care. I don't care what you use it for really when you get it. Um, but this is all going to go to one person. I'm going to mail this out to you, and it's going to be a randomly selected Patreon subscriber. Every Patreon subscriber is eligible from our first to our newest. Everyone, whether you spend a dollar or fifty dollars a month, everyone's eligible. So uh, let me go ahead and scroll here. I have a whole list of people. I'm not looking at the screen, as Marco can tell. Just scrolling up and down. Could have put these names into a randomizer, but I'm too lazy to do that. Okay. All right. I've settled on a name. It is Nick Spilakos. Nick Spilakos. Nick Spilakos. You are the winner of the first ever Chick Foley crate. So, uh, Nick, be sure to uh, get me your information if I don't have it already. And uh, I'll get all this cool stuff sent out to you, man. And uh, I hope you're listening. Because uh, we we appreciate your support. We will do another one of these soon. I know Ch- uh, Sheena has a ton of figures. She's gotten Marco over the last couple months from our friends at Ringside. And we have a lot of giveaway stuff to do with that coming up uh, in the next coming weeks and months. So stay tuned for that. Next week, Marco, we will recap the second week of the Great American Bash. We'll recap the second week of Fighter Fest. Before we get out of here, we want to wish everyone a very nice happy 4th of july and to stay safe right marco don't don't blow off any fingers don't get a dui just be yeah. a sm- smart person yeah be a be a model citizen try to do that and uh keep it safe for everyone this is a, a time for celebration let's uh with all the stuff that's going it's on in the world just try bitches. to have some <laughs> yeah let's just try to have some fun this weekend and uh don't do any crazy shenanigans we right. enough of that. <laughs> yep. If you if you're at a party, if you're drunk somewhere, call a cab, call an Uber, call one of us. If you're near me, I'll go drive and pick you up. I won't ask you any questions of what you were doing. Um, but ser- <laughs> seriously, have a good time and uh, enjoy living in the greatest country in the world. And uh, we appreciate your support. We will be back here next week, myself, Marco, and Sheena. And uh, that's it. Any final words before we get out of here, Mister Denton? Uh, nothing. Just uh, like I said, just be safe, everyone. Stay safe out there on all aspects. Yeah, not just the not just the fireworks, but also the deadly pandemic that's happening. Uh, so yeah, we appreciate your support. We'll be back here next week. Stay classy, Marks. We'll talk to you soon. everybody this episode of the chick foley show is brought to you by our good friends at jimmy's famous meals now i know we've been telling you about jimmy's famous seafood for a while 
possibly the best seafood restaurant in the country. But check this out. For those of you looking to eat right, diet, and most importantly, substitute those uh, substitute some high-quality food instead of fast food lunches, well, Jimmy's Famous Meals is for you. It's jimmysfamousmeals.com. They ship nationwide, free shipping. And uh, there's so many meal delivery companies these days. But who's making that food? Well, this food is made at Jimmy's Famous Seafood here in Baltimore. Like I said, one of the best seafood restaurants in the country. They have over 60 pickup locations here in Baltimore. You can order your meals, have them picked up at your local gym, uh, all over the Baltimore area. Or like I said, they ship nationwide for free. Uh, any order over $50. And uh, I'm talking high quality meals here. Asian stir fry, Greek lemon chicken, Mexican burrito bowl, Korean barbecue, tuna poke bowl, or you can do what I do. Pick your, pick your protein. I do steak. I do mashed potatoes. I do broccoli. Done. I do chicken and something else. Always a couple sides. Uh, but you can really customize this the best you can. They have paleo and keto options available. Over 30 other varieties. Uh, so there's something for everybody. So check it out. Jimmy'sFamousMeals.com. You'll be glad you did.